Okay, um, welcome to La Mouse Stereo. Um, it is Wednesday, even though it doesn't feel like Wednesday. Today is not my trash pickup day, but somebody picked <clears> up my trash. So it's all Gucci. This is La Mouse Stereo. My name is Shan. That is Greg from Young Black and Bothered. My podcast is She Gets It Pod. Check it out on your podcast platforms. This is La Mouse Stereo, though, where we come together to give y'all a show that you need to give y'all information that will please all right and we come here every wednesday and saturday at 9 30 or later to give y'all a show we are coming up on our anniversary episode for october it will be saturday october 23rd at 9 30 it's gonna be a good show we're gonna talk about um our favorite people we're gonna talk to our favorite people we're going to um, go over our favorite episodes since last October, our growth, the stereo changes that we like, the stereo changes that we did not like so far, and what's up and what's new and what's new to come. So it's going to be a great show. Make sure y'all schedule that in. Pin that in. Don't pencil it because it's going down. Okay, October 23rd at 9.30 p.m. Eastern. Today's show is about the quality of life. And evaluating your life and that shit, because exactly. I don't I don't think a lot of people are taking into consideration the things that they're asking for with the life that they're living and the levels that they're living life. And we just want to have a conversation to make it more realistic and approachable and feasible. And Greg is going to help you do that. And I am going to help you do that. Hashtag Loudmouth Stereo Podcast. And if you're looking for the Loudmouth Stereo Podcast, you can find it on your podcast platform. You will see Greg's lovely face pop up, my lovely face pop up. And it's the episode that we give here, you here every Wednesday and Saturday. So look for us. Don't be afraid to come in and speak your name, speak your steez under the topic. Keep the topic on topic, please, of your question or your comments. Please don't bring your kids in here. We don't want any kids on the mic, on the messages. If you want to share the show, thank you. We appreciate it. And if you're looking for Loudmouth Stereo merch, you can just put it in your Google. It'll pop up. It's coming through Teespring, which means it's going to be fast delivery options. And most importantly, I got y'all with a promo. The promo for Loudmouth Stereo Shop is just B, the letter B, C-U-Z, in all caps, for 15% off. So to me, that's better than free shipping because free shipping be like 10%. I'm going to go ahead and drop y'all with that 15% off. So for 15% off, grab your loudmouth stereo merch. We have hoodies, sweatshirts, mugs, shot glasses, and t-shirts of what we do here on the Loudmouth Stereo Podcast on promo at Loudmouth Stereo Shop. You ready? Absolutely. I am ready to go. Um, the reason why this show is like an evaluation of quality of life is because mm-hmm. it, it's kind of like a reset. Um, the reason why I said it's a reset, because we're, like you said, approaching that one year mark of, you know, creating content on this platform and honestly just reevaluating the things that we have done. We've grown as people from doing this show. And more importantly, our quality of life has changed because we actually have somebody to talk to about our lives, which honestly, to me, as you already know, it's helped me by having someone to talk to, um, a.k.a. last night calling you at 3 a.m. and you answer. So shout out to you. When uh, when I brought this up, 
um, I was actually on Reddit and the thread was something of the magnitude of like, what improved your quality of life so much that you wish that you had done it sooner? And mm. that's where I wanted to, where I wanted to start the docket because there are so many things that have improved my quality of life that I'll start simple and I didn't write these down. So I'll just start them simple and then just escalate as I go. And, you know, Shane, you can do the same thing. Um, number one for me is turning off all lock screen notifications outside of text from people who matter. Um, that includes Twitter, that includes Instagram, um, emails, all that shit. When I look at my phone, it should be naked to nothing but a text from the wife, family members, or Shan, or it should be something that says do not disturb at the top. And the reason for that is because it declutters your life for me. Um, it's like, okay, you open up your phone. You already have to go into those apps. Why do you want to be met with all the notifications before you even open it up? Because right. before, before I did this, Shan, I would look at my phone every two minutes for the next notification. And the issue was, I would see something that didn't matter right then and there, but I had to read it. So my quality of life was going down because say, for example, Apple news, they're not giving you new information. That's positive. It's always this person died, this COVID shit, this bad news. So you're seeing it. And all of a sudden you're down, you're feeling bad as a result of the news that you're seeing. And you brought it upon yourself because you turned on those notifications. So one way that I've personally improved my quality of life is Honestly, just turning the notifications off. Mm -hmm. What about you? I am definitely pro airplane mode over here. I go I once I download a new app, I instantly go to notifications in my settings and I turn it the fuck off. I want to be notified when I go in that bitch. If I'm not in there, then I don't want to know. Even my Instagram, I have four fucking pages on Instagram. And I don't want notifications for all of them because I just don't need to be bombarded with that shit. For my email, when I clean my house, I go through my email. My email has never been over 700 emails, period. And I have five emails, which means I go through this shit. I spam the shit. I unsubscribe. I delete. I respond to people and I get people out of my face with a no. Not a, dis a disrespectful no, but a no. No, thank you. Not doing it. Not interested. Because I just don't understand why people let people linger to have fake access or communication with them when they really know what their response is already. They really know what their answer to shit is already. And if you don't want to be bothered, let people know that you don't want to be bothered. In my 30s, as a mother, as a grown woman, with a very moist vagina. If I don't want to be bothered and I pay my phone bill by myself and I am the head of my household by myself, I have the right, when I have both of my kids in my house and my gun by my side in my bed and my doors locked, my windows locked, I deserve to be able to have my phone on airplane mode. I am nobody's emergency person because there's no way I'm going to run for somebody in an emergency and throw two kids in the car and make sure they're buckled in their car seats and go help you. I cannot do it. Therefore, all anybody else needs to worry about is if I have an emergency and I need to call somebody to pull up in my driveway. Other than that, don't worry about why the fuck you can't get through to me at... 10 30 at night at 
1130 at night at 2 a.m. I'm not coming. I can't help you. Whatever you need help with or answer to, I will answer you tomorrow. Okay. So uh, another one that I'm actually going to like piggyback this one because I had to learn this. And the way that this person embodied it in the thread made so much sense to me that I'm just going to repeat it to you guys. Um, Hmm. A way of improving my personal life that I'm actually implementing as of like today um, is learning to get over myself. Um, Nobody cares what I do. And this is what he says. And I'm actually going to quote it word for word. Nobody cares what I do. Nobody is looking at me. And why should I care if they are? Nobody outside of my circle has enough context to make accurate judgments about how I live. So why am I trying so hard to justify my decisions? As soon as I adopted that mindset, being alive got significantly less shitty. I try to do my best to be a decent person and to take care of myself. And the only opinions I care about are mine and the people who love me. That, That was a quality of life improvement that hearing that actually made me feel better. It was like, yo, like I'm not doing something right. And that gave me a little bit more clarity that I thought I personally needed. So what about you? Um, okay. So I tweeted two things today that are fundamentally going to help people out here and I will go over them. First tweet at she gets a pod says, if you going to do anything, disrespectful to me just know don't bring your feelings or your ass to me about my reaction you lucky you got more life to live be grateful don't coach me on shit meaning i just feel like a lot of people and a lot of us personally because we are not perfect can talk about what a person did to us or you know whatever they fucked up for us but I always try to ask myself, you know, what did I do to them that was fucked up? Or what did I ruin for them that was fucked up? Because I just think a lot of people are mad at your reaction to their bullshit. Facts. And you you don't have the, you, you cannot have the audacity. You do not have the room to be upset about the reaction of someone that you're knowingly doing dirty, however you're doing it, whatever you feel like your intentions were or were not, this is the results of something you did and you cannot dictate how somebody reacts, which is why women need to keep their hands and their spit to themselves and men need to keep their hands to themselves. And if you cannot control your attitude and your aggression, you need to dismiss yourself because whatever happens after you act, I don't want to have a conversation about it later. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's something um, I have learned. That's something people are still learning, but for the most part now I just keep my peace because I don't have anybody around me not wanting mm-hmm. peace as much as I do. And that's yep. key. Agreed. Um, I guess my next one, it, it's a pretty simple one. Um, setting my own boundaries after realizing that when I didn't, people set them for me. Mm. Um, that shit, <laughs> I, I didn't realize that Like I actually thought too much about shit that didn't matter. And it kind of ties into the one I said before 
But Mm -hmm. not setting my own personal boundaries actually hindered a lot of the things that I do. Um, I used to like sit in spaces attempting to like collect friends and like wanting to be there and do things with people. I'm like, you know what? How about I just do for me? Which means sometimes unplugging, sometimes just vegging out on the couch. And more importantly, setting a boundary in my personal opinion is being able to do the second one because I have to add this one into it is saying no and not negotiating. Um, Mm. This is, you know, honestly, after you and I talked last night, like that was one that I actually had to add because I have a hard time giving a hard no and standing on that. What I'll do is I'll say no and I'll stand beside it. And all that person has to do is just kick it out of the way. And then they're just back where they were. Like, Mm -hmm. no, I have to stand on it and just live with that. So basically setting boundaries and saying no and not negotiating. That's something that I plan on doing in order to improve my personal quality of life so love it love it i love saying no to people um that's something i do best um when it comes to the quality of life how i improve it every year is filtering out people so i can have the right people in my life um people that know yes you are having a party or you're having a get-together, or you're having a dinner. I do love you. I do miss you. It is a pandemic. I haven't seen you in a while. I would love to see you in the flesh. But at the same time, I am antisocial. I do not fuck with most of the people that you fuck with, which is okay, because I'm not one of those people where, oh, I don't talk to them, so you shouldn't talk to them either. No, I'm going to let you get your own lesson on your own time. Um, But I will say that the probability of me being there, I'm not coming. And with that, doesn't mean my con- my contribution to whatever you're, you know, uh, celebrating or or throwing or accomplished is not going to be um, acknowledged. Because today, and the way Amazon works, I might have missed a birthday party. But the gifts went out, honey. Okay. Um, just f- learn to filter your people better. Um, your per- your patience dwindles a bit more as you get older. So just remember that. Like, just know your quality of life before you judge anybody else's. Ask yourself a few things. Like, do you have the right career? If not, I suggest you shut the mm-hmm. fuck up about where other people work. Um, do you have the right living arrangements? Meaning, you talking the most shit about somebody who's completely independent. Own car in their name, pay their insurance, do their tags correctly, put their gas in their car. They're not waiting for somebody to give them gas money. Um, they're not borrowing $20 till Friday. They have their own place. They're paying their own bills, name, first and last is on their utilities. Meanwhile, you still in the basement of your parents' house asking your mom, did she see your blue shirt? Priorities, dog. Priorities. So your quality of life is all connected to are you fully standing up in your adulthood to have the audacity to say what somebody should be doing? what somebody should be able to pay for, where somebody should be able to go, what they should be able to buy. You probably not. You should um, probably have the right companion to be judging another person in a relationship 
imperfectly trying to make it better. If you are single and you have judgments on the next person's relationship and what they like and why they do it and why they doing all that they doing for their person, you're struggling to mind your fucking business. Because if they like it, they've been going five years, 10 years, 15 years, 20 years long. There's something that they both like about the shit and that ain't none of my business. Um, another thing when it comes to the quality of life and evaluating your shit for yourself your finances. Are your finances where they're supposed to be? You know, you you like to brag to the people you like to brag to about where you work and what your job is and the allowances that you have. But for the goals that you have and the debt that you have, is the ratio where it's supposed to be? Are you paying back those school loans on time like you're supposed to? Um, did you file for bankruptcy? Do you really want to go on that vacation? Can you afford that vacation? Are you swiping more credit cards than what you can afford or write a check for? Like all of that is on some check your shit before you talk about anybody else's shit. For me right now, I will say my finances are not all of where I would like them to be, but they're way better than they were last year. They're way better than they were five years ago. Even though I I worked multiple jobs in my 20s, as far as money management and saving and putting shit in the right place to grow, it's way better now. Mm. So you're on the right trajectory. Yes, indeed. I had to go ahead and make me a little sip sip. So let me (laughs) take my sip sip with me. Um, You sound like you're talking to Skyler. (laughs) You had to make me a little sip sip. But um, my my next thing on my list is taking my health seriously. Um, yes, and you know, not to look or feel a certain way on the outside, mm-hmm. but for me personally, it's for how I live longer later. Um, yeah, it, it was so fun. I was I was reading an article about like the the average age span of like a man and stuff like that, and you know, they go into the how you eat, um, how you exercise mm-hmm. and things like that. And the one thing they didn't mention is like mental health actually is a part of that as well. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the burdens and stuff that you carry outside of like your like exercise and stuff like that matters. And I never really thought about it. And I'll get into that a little bit later. But, you know, just taking my entire like body and health seriously actually is something that I've been doing. And I mm-hmm. wish I do, you know, would do it more. But it's obviously the number one thing on the list that you would want to do to improve your quality of life. It should be. It should be. Um, I do mm-hmm. have that on my list. So um, I did talk about like how good is the food you're consuming, and when I say food, I'm not just talking by mouth. But I am talking also by mouth. So by mouth, the food that you're eating, what is it doing to your body? How is it going to help you long term? Like you mentioned, by mind, what's on your mind? Is it positive things over negative things? Or is it more negative old shit that you can't do nothing about that you're dwelling on that's not helping you move forward? When it comes to your food by sight, like what are you watching? What's in your environment? How is your environment changing? Is it improving? By ear for the food that you're consuming, 
what are you listening to? Who are you listening to? And what are, who are the people that you're talking to, what they're talking about? Um, exactly. If you don't fix those things, then nothing good will ever change in your environment. And I think it's very important for you to have acquaintances or mentors who are at least 10 to 15 years ahead of where you would like to be. Mm-hmm. So like if you have an idea that you want to be able to own a few properties, have a business, um, and really take care of your family long term, you should be having a mentor or someone in your immediate circle that is already doing that. Yep. It just it just makes more sense. Like, are you truly growing in life? If you've been sticking around the same people you knew since elementary school that don't know nothing but the block, that don't know nothing about, but, you know, the club that we go to every time or the lounge that we go to every time or, you know, you know, they still beefing with such and such on uh, 41st or whatever. Like that shit is dumb. Mm -hmm. You want to know what's so funny. And, you know, I'm glad you brought that point up last night after you and I got off the phone. I tweeted something to the extent of you can't bring everybody with you and that's okay. Um, I learned that in 2018. So the fact that you're bringing it up, like I feel like I have to talk about it. And the reason for that is, you know, I found out right around wedding time that, you know what, not everybody is your friend. Not everybody is the person that you want to be around, that you need to be around. Mm-hmm. More importantly, like those friends are there for a certain period of time. So that was something that when you said, I was like, yep, that's me. I'm niggas. <laughs> I mean, it happens. And sometimes the most important things to you are a mirror and revelation to people that just can't go or might not be your go-to people anymore. Or now, now when this important thing is happening into your life, good or bad, now you're noticing the shift that has already been happening. You just didn't realize it because you were so busy or um, not focused on it. Um, another thing that's a good test of the quality of your life is if you still have both of your parents and they're doing better now that they know better. I don't know about you, but every time I talk to my mom, I'm teaching her something. Mm -hmm. I'm um, giving her knowledge of something that's happening or something to come. And usually 95% of the time, the phone call always ends with, can you order it for me? And um, just let me know (laughs) when it's going to be delivered. (laughs) Because some people are stubborn to technology. Some people are stubborn to a new way, but at the same time, you can always tell who an older person trusts when they come to you about things that they want to buy, but they don't know how to go ahead and purchase it. So um, I will say my mom is, she has been getting better because of the information that the people around her have access to that can give her so she could be more knowledgeable. Like I, 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 I put her up on game about spinach. You know, um, that sp- too much spinach is harmful for your body, where your body takes it in and it crystallizes it, and it um, basically goes into your body and sits like kidney stones. 
And um, for someone that eats a lot of greenery and salads and stuff, she might want to, you know, use salad and think that, oh, the the spinach is healthy um, when too much of it in the body is really not healthy for your joints and everything. And she has arthritis. So um, I was just telling her about that. And I just feel better when I can add to my mom being a bit smarter. So, okay, all right. Whew, dang, that was that was a heavy one. Jeez, yeah, I had to keep muting for a minute because you know some people don't realize like you're, you're podcasting. But story <laughs> for another day. Um, the the next thing that was on my list is the Calm app and meditation, um, mm-hmm. mindful cool downs. Um, for me, the more I do this, the actual like I become more patient. And basically just taking 10 minutes to just ex- like to exhale can really change your, like your entire scope of the day. So like when little things like what just recently happened while I was on mute, like happen, I just, mm-hmm. I kind of like decompress, you know, breathe in a little bit. So I don't like blow my shit because I know me. So it's just like, it's easier to do that. And it's thanks to shit like mm-hmm. the calm app and meditation. Cause one thing that I, I really hate, and you know I hate it because you hate it as well, is like interruptions and mm-hmm. things that are going on in the background that can actually it throws off a flow. So for me, like being on shows and hearing other podcasts and stuff like that, it's just like, like can we not like do things with the idea of you see me working here? You know what I mean? And I, mm-hmm. I'm kind of like adding this into the element of the show for a second. Put it like I muted because. Uh, wifey, she went and walked the dog and everything like that. She came mm-hmm. in and the first thing she does is like go to the sink and turn the water on full blast. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> literally, I'm literally podcasted and you know it. And it kind of like, like annoyed me because it's like, if you see I'm doing it and I'm muting myself, like, yeah, but then you're walking around and you're grabbing chips and shit like that. And it's like, you could hear all that. And for me, what I did was muted and took a couple minutes to just cool down before I was like, yo, what the fuck is going on? Do you not see that? So mm-hmm. again, meditate, use the Calm app, all that shit. Um, boy, let me get another one off because I, I need this one. Um, let me see. Th- this one, yes. Um, Shan, I don't know if you're going to agree with this one, but the best way that I can see a lot of people improving their quality of life is by not negotiating about how much stimulation you need to quench your sexual thirst. Mm. Why are you going over this? Yeah. So the, the reason the reason why I, I'm doing this is because I hear way too many people like frustrated at their fucking. And it's like, did you talk to the person? Did you tell that person? And if they say, yeah, I talked to that person and the shit hasn't changed, that person has to go. And it's no disrespect to them. But the reason why I say that is because I've been in that situation. I've seen other people be in that situation where they're not completely sexually satisfied and they stay hoping that the shit will change. They will go and hope to change it by changing that person. And instead of just saying, you know what, you're not the right person. Maybe I need to be with somebody else. And that right there is what you actually need to do. You don't want to hear it. You don't want to do it, but it has to be done. So, you know, my way of improving your quality of life is that right there. Do not negotiate on how much stimulation you need to quench your sexual thirst. 
Shan, feel free to take take the floor on that one and expound because I think that's a big one for the both of us because we like mm-hmm. it. it's. Well, go ahead, you go ahead. Okay, so <laughs> I'm sorry. We, we we were on a good trajectory of just not talking about it, and then I had to. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not going to say specifics, but I there's a difference between. Pussy that's hopeful of another person that they're dealing with in a sexual mm-hmm. way, and pussy just that has no hopes and dreams or aspirations or goals with the exactly. person. Exactly. And I think my punani has grown a brain. I'm sorry. And Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Did it grow a brain because a man's head was in there? or No, the brain has been growing. Oh, my Despite God. Are we, are we having it, a spiritual, it, sexual it awakening being in right there? Now? No, the awakening... <laughs> Greg, oh, I am no. not going over the specifics. But oh, I just feel like a, a lot of energy was used... A edible was wasted. Oh, and not the and not the I still didn't get what I needed to get off. Whoa. Nope. And we don't do that. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I just so, like, man, I You only had one job. <laughs> oh, Boy, one job. and then you know what? I, I reneged on it. And I said, wait, don't tell me there's a second opportunity to see if, you know, I can have like a, a five minute, 10 minute timeout and see if I can re up, right? Mm-hmm. Tried it a second time, nothing done. Oh, no. And, it's, and it's, not that, it's not that they're doing anything wrong. They're not. You know, I appreciate all the effort and energy, and I and I enjoy that. But I just feel like she's in there and she is asleep. Oh no, she said she it. is. She wants. <laughs> she wants the Thor hammer. That's what she said. She said she she's that, in there Thor. and she is asleep, and she is um, not releasing anything for none of the energy that is happening and. I it's kind of like like I want I I want to want the person I'm exchanging that shit with and I also need his his mindset to want me in reverse and I also want the opportunity of goals for us to do something better in the future to just be in the mind of so I just don't automatically know I'm fucking for nothing. Mm-hmm. And I think because I know I'm fucking for nothing for the sake of just being like, ooh, thank you. Let me get that off. <clears throat> she doesn't give a fuck about what I want up here. This, this bitch is sleep, dog. She's like, oh, <laughs> it's, it's it's him again. Oh. Not this <laughs> and it's just like, God damn! 
And so, um, another confession. Listen, a confession. What's the gloss past that? Yo, when did Coochie say not him again? Yo, boy, boy, she was so upset. Um, not him. Oh, I'm sorry. No, no. We're gonna talk about that for a couple. He was. He was, like, that, that he was like. He was like. He was like. He was like. Maybe you just thinking, overthinking, or maybe you just got too much on your mind, or um, maybe mm-hmm. you thinking about somebody else. I said, "There's nobody else to think about, dog." Um, no, nah, like your, your your pussy was uh, telling him that this door says push, and you keep trying to pull. Like, clearly. <laughs> 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 And um Oh my god. You know, I respect <laughs> I respect the um open communication. I respect the um honesty about what they're not good at or what they've recently just tried and they know that they're not good at it. I respect that. But at the same yeah. time, I'm just like, dog, I can't I can't be in park for this. <laughs> I can't. Yeah. I can't warm up the car for this. I can't. Like, I don't even know what the destination or where this is going. I don't even know what this is. But for mm-hmm. right now, I just feel like I'm not. I'm not getting anything out of this trade. Mm. See. So. Oh my lord! Damn. Yeah, I, I'm. Gonna, I'm gonna need the clip for that because I gotta share <laughs> that shit on Instagram. Wow. Yeah. Oh lordy, lordy, lordy. So that's another thing, the quality of life. You know, are you yeah. out here fucking for nothing? Um, nothing? Is his, listen, is his strokes just pokes? Is she sucking you into nowhere? Like, what is your quality of sex life like? Because I don't feel like sucking into nowhere. I don't feel like sex is everything, but sex is like the the oil or the steering fluid to your destination of where the fuck you're going in life. Mm-hmm. And if your steering wheel fluid is not flowing correctly, it's going to be mm-hmm. hard for you to make those turns in life in the right direction. And so that's all I'm saying. Just make sure that is correct. Um, yeah. Let me see. Oh boy. That, yeah, that was a spicy one. You, you, yeah, you hit the nail on the head with that one. You started it. Um, yeah, it was it was my fault. It's okay. I'll take it this week. Um, let me see what what is on my little list. Um, you, we've already really like. I'm going to just say what you said about the finances. Getting your finances in order is a way of improving the quality of life. Um, not holding debt and occasionally playing broke so you can do what you want to do instead of what everybody wants you to do. Um, that's one thing I did get from my stepfather was it's okay to play broke. They don't need yeah. to know you have money. But the moment you go out spending money, then you're broke and then they don't want to hang out with you. At that point, I said, you know what? I'll just play broke and don't go nowhere. Um, say, for example, like Sunday, everybody knows football is back. I love football. I go to the bar and stuff like that. If it weren't for COVID, I probably would have been at the bar with or without a kid because that's usually my unwinding like period. Don't bother me on Sunday. Like you, you take the baby. I'm going to watch the games and stuff like that because obviously it's football. But something told me, it was like, you know what? Don't spend your money because one, payday is on the 15th. So there's that. Mm-hmm. And two, it's like, why do you want to actually spend that money? Do you actually want to be at that place? 
And a lot of the things that I used to do, like I had to tally up in my head, like how much money I probably spent that on part, places that I didn't want to be. Yeah. Like, and I, I'm sure you wouldn't like, did you have that ever happen to you where you had to like go and just think about all the money you blew that you could have saved? Um, with me being antisocial, not in mm-hmm. a social sense, but in mm-hmm. a sense of what the fuck did I spend this money on? I could have gotten mm-hmm. five of these instead of just one of these that I don't really use. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've have had that. Okay, so that is a great segue to my next one. Um, I, I know we're going like each other one, but this one ties into it. Um, and you'll probably agree with it, which is spending the right amount of money for quality instead of abundance. Um, that's Ooh. everything. Clothes, things, and stuff like that. I'm probably the cheapest person you'll probably ever meet. But at the same mm-hmm. time, when I want something that I really, really want, I'm not going to be cheap about that shit. Um, yeah. Like, shoes like i'm not a shoe fanatic i'm not a sneakerhead but when i like a good quality shoe i will pay for that like mm-hmm. dress shoes i don't skip out on because those are shoes that i already know i'm not going to wear often enough so i'm going to make mm-hmm. sure i get the shoes that last like even like rock ports or something like that like rock ports are like 140 150 someone would say well why don't you just go and get you like a cheaper pair from like dsw i'm like i could do that or I can get some shoes that I can literally have for five years. Like that for me is one of the main reasons why when it comes to me, I'd rather spend the right amount of money for quality. Like when people are like, Oh, Greg, you get a new iPhone every year. I was like, that's also my most major purchase every single year. I don't go, like I said, to clubs, to bars. I don't go and spend 200, $300 every week on Jordans that I've already had. Um, mm-hmm. I don't go, and go on thousands of trips every year. And people are like, well, Greg, like you could go on a trip if you just didn't buy the iPhone. I'm like, I could. Or I can go and have that phone, save up a little bit more, and go to one destination that I actually want to go to. A lot of mm-hmm. people will go and they'll spend frivolous money on places and then they don't have that experience because guess what they're doing? They're on Instagram and social media showing off the finances instead of showing the money that they actually spent on the shit. Like, yo, like, spent two, $3,000 on a trip, but all the photos are of you. Take that yeah. home and show your surroundings. Like, show the things that you actually did so you have the experience. And for me, experiences start by honestly just spending the right amount of money on quality. So that's a huge one for me. Um, I think we got a voicemail. Um, do you want to play that one? Who it is? A whistle. Let me see who it is. Me. Hi Greg. Hi Chan with the plan. <laughs> What's up? What's good? What's going on? What's goody? Um, I think that's very important, Greg. I think there's a lot of people because posting is so much more important and being in places that look like you're doing more than you're actually doing is so much more um, jealous, um, fixed, and promoted more. And people are paying people to promote uh, products and places that they don't even fucking like. Um, and they truly can't afford it. They truly are behind on their bills and they're, they're going on trips that they can mentally cut off their adult brain and actually 
have the audacity to enjoy themselves when they know they're going to come back. And it's probably going to be an eviction uh, document on their door or their past due on this or their vehicle just got towed and they don't have a car because they didn't do the correct tags. They always live on, oh, I have time to do it. I have time to do it. And then, oh, damn, I forgot to do it. And you you just can't live like that at a certain point of your lifestyle. You're going to have to get that shit together. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you a, like a little bit of story time, maybe like a minute long. There's a car that had been parked like in like a metered park, like in front of like our apartment mm-hmm. for about a month and a half. All fucking summer, actually. So from July until like Monday, this motherfucking car had been parked there. And it was BMW. So I'm like, okay, maybe the tire's flat. Maybe the engine died or something like that. So I see the dude getting mad because the tow truck, after, a, what, two almost two months, is pulling up. Because what he would do is he would get a ticket and he would just leave it there. But the issue is the ticket that was yellow is now white. It's gone through snow, wind, hail, all this shit, right? Mm-hmm. He goes and he's trying to argue down with the tow truck people. And he's like, yo, like, you know, I understand I had the tickets on the car. Um, I knew I was going to pay them, but I just didn't want to. So the guy told him, he's like, yo, like, you have a really nice car that you've been paying the, you know, whatever, the car note, the insurance, all that shit. You're paying for that, but you couldn't pay the $45 ticket. Your priorities are out of order. And he Man. told him, he was like, I don't want to be that person, but I have to take this car. And he's like, that $45 ticket that you could have paid once, you wanted to hold the parking spot. So now you have to pay $400 to get it out of the impound. And I'm sitting there like, it's certain shit like that, you know, that ties into the, like, spending the right amount of money for quality. Yes, you have the fancy BMW and all that, but you didn't want to pay a $40 ticket. So what you did was you left the ticket on the car, and now you're spending quadruple that amount to get it out. Because you just, you know, you probably decided, you know what, I'm going to fuck off all, all summer. I'm going to do what I want to do right now instead of doing the things that matter. And a way of improving your quality of life, tying this into, you know, spending the right amount. Sometimes you have to sacrifice the shit that you want for the shit that you have to do. And mm-hmm. that that was a perfect fucking example. Mm. I think, I mean, I think Josh is on here. I'm a player. Shan is my name. That's What's a check that? mark I haven't seen before. What's up, though? And Greg! I think I've seen you one other time. What's poppin', y'all? Just coming through to say what's up. Sliding through these stereo streets. What's good, what's Joshua? Um, what? Oh, what you got? Uh, yeah, I got another one if you want me to drop it. No, I have uh, your income. Your income is growing, but you are, use, you are using mm-hmm. and moving your money disrespectfully Mm. meaning you are probably in your 30s still spending more than you're saving and your version of saving is but i have x y and z in my savings account you're not growing off of that fucking money sitting in your savings so you need to move it to something like a life insurance policy that increases at least 4% on your money. Mm-hmm. You know, at least you know that's something to hold you or your family if you don't go. If, if you go unexpectedly or something tragic happens or 
something like you don't have to wait for a quote unquote good job to give you a 401k for you to take control of what your retirement is going to be. Like I've been told for over a decade that by the time I need social security, there's not going to be shit there. So I think people still are now in their thirties and their forties thinking, you know, I'll have the money when I retire you know, to go ahead and live off of, but you haven't make you haven't been making no investments in your future uh, towards a retirement. And if you go right now and you log into the SSA website and you take a look at if you were getting Social Security, what your monthly amount would be with the work that you have contributed just thus far, it ain't shit. Because I looked at mine when I um, needed a replacement social security card, and that shit said nine hundred something dollars a month as an estimate. Mm -hmm. I don't know where you can live in the United States for under nine hundred dollars a month. I don't know how you can provide for yourself, health insurance wise, put gas in the car, or pay for a vehicle or any emergencies that can pop up with just nine hundred dollars a month. Like that shit is not going to work. Not at all. But some people claim to do it. And if they do, be my guest. I just don't want to, like, live poor to be poor. Like, you know, like I'm spending all my money that I do have on things just to, and never mind, just never mind. But because I was going to say something to probably be disrespectful to someone. So I just rather just cut that out. Um, mm. My exit again. Self-restraint. I'm improving my quality of life. Sometimes mm-hmm. shutting up is a good thing. Um, yes. This one. This one is a big one, but it's a small one is also flossing more than twice a day. Um, this oh. was a habit that I like I, I didn't do like I do the brush of the teeth, brushing the tongue, all that other stuff. But mm-hmm. I did not realize how detrimental it is to floss until like I went to the dentist a few months ago. I was like, you know what? Like he explained it to me, like how much money can be saved by flossing. And he was like, it's not even just the money you save. He was like, what you do now? will show up in your dental results five years later. So all the, like the eating and not cleaning after your, like your meals and stuff like that, like that shit sits. So even if you, you floss in the morning, like, you know, breakfast, something like that, and you floss at the end of the night, that's cool. But all that shit still sits there after, like after you eat and it's just sitting for the two or three hours until you actually do it. So, yeah. And that's for the, just the people that take a break. There's some people that eat all day throughout the day and then just be food sitting in their teeth. Like, you want to know why your breath stinks? Sis, mm-hmm. sir, is that old um, hamburger meat yep. sitting in there from last night? I mean, and, and we, the, to be realistic with this on-the-go living that we all do, we've all been in the vehicle only like 15 minutes out from work and we just realized we forgot to brush our teeth. We probably mouthwash, but we I forgot to brush my teeth. I am the person that has floss in the car, a toothbrush and toothpaste at my desk, floss in my uh, bag, floss in my desk drawer. Um, I have the little picket things that I keep in the back seat of my car. I have an emergency on the gold toiletry bag that's in my trunk. Like, I don't play about that shit because there's no reason for us to be able to 
have the nice things that we have from head to toe, but not take care of ourselves and eternally, and then want to put our mouths on people and talk to people face by face. Yep. And then you think about this, because I think about this often. Maybe you would like your dick suck as a man. Mm-hmm. Maybe the woman looks nice on the outside. But did you tell that woman to open up her mouth and look at her cheeks and on her tongue to see if she had any mumps and bumps before she put her mouth on your naked dick? Mm. Because that people shit. think, oh, I'm all, I'm only monitoring, you know, I wore a condom. But you ain't wear no condom for her to suck your dick. Matt, listen to me. Like, and if she's, I, and if she, and listen, if she sucked dick from five men that day, or the right man that morning and she meets you later on in that day or at that night and he has some shit and it's sitting in her mouth man, marinating. Listen. She about to cook that shit on your shit. Man, Them bees and Frank's you? about to be burning and steaming. Man, hear me out when I tell you. Yo, do not go and take that chick to Chipotle. She get the burrito bowl with the mild medium corn cheese and salsa and shit. I and cannot. then she going to touch your meat with that shit. You be sitting there trying to figure out why your dick burning. Her breath, she she got to go and figure it out. I'm telling you that the hot spicy guacamole, she gonna have to figure that shit out. You do you do not want no teeth on your beef is obviously a slogan for me, and no I, I'm a firm believer in that. But you know, just like go fl- go floss. We just said last week, Shan, about like freshening up before you fuck because mm-hmm. I mean that's like law, um, and I feel like it should be like it should be a, a jellable offense if you just don't like wash before fucking but story for another day if you're putting your mouth on me or if i'm putting my mouth on you we have to go and negotiate a toothbrush when i say a toothbrush i'm talking about with some warm water not cold with warm water toothpaste and then guess what we're gonna get down with the brush because just because you feel like your mouth is clean it's not and the last thing you want to do is put a clean a dirty mouth on a clean pussy and that yeah yeah, yeah. Let, let me show you. Like, even, like, even, even, even men, let me say this before we move on from this shit. Even men that smoke a blunt or smoke cigarettes. Oh, no. Oh, no. And <laughs> you, you, you make sure, oh, I'm going to do this outside. And you come in and you don't mouthwash. Man. You, you don't so, even clean out that mouth and you want to do what man. to me? Man, I, do you remember the story I told you about like when, when Q and I used to like, we smoked the, the black and mild wine wood tips, right? So we mm-hmm. used to smoke those. And the reason why I used to smoke them is because one of the girls I was dating, she smoked them. And we used to like, you know, we would smoke and fuck or something like that. And one day, like, I guess we were in a room that was like, it had like the, the ceiling fans and the regular fan on and shit like that. And I'm trying to figure out, I'm like, okay, like we smoked outside. And then we came and we did whatever we did. But my issue is like, I put my clothes on and my pants and my underwear, when I took them back off at the end of the day, they still smelled like wine wood tips. And I was like, mm. what the fuck is that? And then I realized like, yo, her breath still smelled like wine wood tips. And that you, you don't want that in your life. So please brush and floss. Cleanliness is next to godliness. And a lot of you motherfuckers is going to hell. Um, Listen, Sam- sorry, Lieutenant Dane. She placed the lot <laughs> cigarettes. <laughs> Aye, the fuck? 
Oh my god. Let me see. I think it's on you because I, I mentioned the flaws and things, so it's on you. Um are you knowledgeable about all the tax breaks you should be getting? Like we get we get do we do taxes every fucking year. Mm-hmm. And we still have people that are in their thirties, forties, and fifties excited about getting a lot of money back. What? This is my this is my thing. If you are getting hella money back from your taxes, that means you haven't been using your money smart throughout the year at all. And the mm-hmm. opportunities that you could have had throughout the year, you missed out on because now you're getting them a year later, halfway through the year. Mm-hmm. So just learn to utilize your money better. Learn to use your debit card for automatic bills that you know you're going to come out and it's going to be this amount. Learn to use the points on your credit cards and pay them shits the fuck off every month. Learn that every six months you can speak to your credit card company and get a higher limit. Um, Learn to only use 30% or less on the credit cards. Learn to finesse the system. Learn to create a business and write off shit under that business. Have your phone bill completely under that business and pay your whole phone Mm -hmm. off under that business and have some credit about you that's going to want people to work with you, uh, trade with you, do business with you, um, promote with you. Like There's all these ways of growing and we have all the fucking resources now. We cannot say my parents never taught me. We cannot Mm -hmm. say, oh, I didn't know or I didn't learn that in school. But you be on Google every day. You be on Instagram every day. You be making TikToks every day. You be on Twitter and other people's business about how they spend their money. And you're still getting excited about, oh, you know, March, April coming up. I'm about to go on vacation with that money. Yeah, there's nothing that I hate worse than somebody who will ask you a question on the phone that got Google. I'd be like, what the fuck? Like. I'm going to go <laughs> find that research for you, bring it back to you, and then you'll probably disagree with it and you won't do the research yourself. At some point, we have to use all the resources we have. That's all I'm going to say on that. I, I've spoke about it before. I ain't going to say it again. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with it. What you got? Me um, Going to bed when I'm tired and taking a break when it's needed. That shit, it matters. I took my first nap at work today um hey. i'm working from home and i realized you know what like i've done all the work that i can do right now let me take a break and don't take a you know how some people will take a break from like work but they're still doing shit at work so it's like i'm not going to be at my computer but i'm gonna walk around and look busy i said mm-hmm. fuck that i got on my couch i turned on blue streak and i just fucking laid there i put my phone on the charger i didn't have my xbox controller nothing i just laid there and being able to just rest and tell my body to charge up on its own instead mm-hmm. of trying to charge it with like continuous like motion, like if I'm like a solar panel or something, it felt good to be like, oh, like I'm actually not doing anything. Um, but at night, if you're like tired, like some nights I know I'm tired at like fucking 630, but I have tasks to do. I have to do dad duty and things like that. But some nights I say I'm going to bed and then. It's like one o'clock, two o'clock in the morning. I'm, you know, helping Ian edit the show. I'm doing another show. I'm on Clubhouse and all this other stuff. 
just honestly just closing your eyes and going to bed, that is the best way of improving your quality of life just by doing it. So some people, including myself, just need to go to bed when they feel tired. Yeah, it it it, it helps you resist the urge to be annoying, um, rude, miserable and spread that shit to other people. Get your rest. OK, Um as far as like the quality of life and evaluating that shit, um, I just need people's goals to me to be more realistic. Um, understand that if you are in your mid thirties or your early forties and you haven't done it already and your finances aren't in order still, the odds are you're not going to do it. So let's handle what we already have on our plate first and stop reaching for more. Um, because you'll probably be full before you can reach for anything else on your plate. Um, and just learn to love your own company. I think it's a big one when it comes to, uh, quote unquote, friends, associates, um, companions, dating, um, you thinking you should be engaged by now, you thinking you should be married by now. You thinking you should be happy already. Um, learn to love your own company before you ask someone else to come join you in that shit. Because one person being miserable is going to be two people being miserable. Remember that two people choose each other, not one person chooses one person and then the other one catches up later. No. Be one person and let that other person be that person and y'all two individuals come together as a team and make something shake. Okay. That's how that works. And I just feel like a lot of people are out here pushing the illusion of being happy, the illusion of being set in life and their life is all discombobulated and they only have one true person to really be honest about the fact that, okay, you know, my real situation, you know, what's really going on. Can you help me with this? Can you help me with that? Don't ask for help for people who also have real life going on if you can't return a favor. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, Visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill biggest one mm, facts um let me see what oh this is a big one this is a big one shan has actually been my inspiration on this one but uh also wearing my apple watch more has also helped but a good way of improving your quality of life is not thinking of it as exercise just think of it as a moment to collect your thoughts while your body's in motion um when somebody told me that i was like yo i never thought about it like that when you go on a walk don't think about it like 
yo, like I have to like reach a certain mile or a certain goal. Just like, just get out and walk. And then next thing you know, you're like, fuck, I walked like five miles because I'm clearing my thoughts of all the shit that's going on. And mm-hmm. when I started doing that and, you know, I got the bike, I was like, yo, like the first time I got on the bike, I told you this. I was like, yo, I went for like three or four miles and I felt accomplished. I was like, shit, like my first time on a bike in a while, like I burnt some calories. I went up hills, down hills and stuff like that. But then one day I just, I didn't go out to exercise. I just went out because I wanted to get on the bike and I wanted mm-hmm. to just go. And I ended up going like 26 miles. So I was like, yo, like it felt shit, good. To yeah. And I was like, it felt good to actually exercise and just be outdoors, be at one with nature. And more importantly, just like to see what my body can actually do when it's not working against itself. Being like, you know, sitting with the wrong posture at the office or, you know, eating, you know, food, which we'll talk about that in a second. But when I started to stop thinking about it as exercise and just thinking about like being in tune with my body, it helped so much. And it, it's been the same ever since. So. Mm. Um, I did tweet that today. I said I need somebody to come watch my goons so I could go ride my bike. I just felt a need to ride my bike today and I couldn't because it's just me and the girls and Anya is still in the middle of learning how to balance herself on her bike. But mm-hmm. Ari's bike is not even here. It's at her dad's house and um it's just like, yeah, I have a bike. Yeah, I would like to ride it, but the reality is I have to have a whole setup in order for me to leave the house with that shit. So that's good that you got out and you got to get that ride off. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let me see what else. I have another one. Um, this, it, it's not just improving your quality of life. Um, it's improving the life of the person that you, you intend on doing things with. Mm-hmm. Getting a good mattress. It don't need mm-hmm. to be $3,000. It doesn't need to be the most expensive mattress. It needs to be a mattress that you feel comfortable sleeping on, but you also like mm. to participate in shenanigans with. Um, there's nothing worse than someone sleeping uncomfortably in your bed. So just, you know, just know that the bed that you get is something that's good for you. Um, I've had friends ask me, like, what is my choice of mattress? Um I say purple. Um, actually, I still, Shan, I know we're supposed to be trying to get them as an advertiser. I've been saying that mm-hmm. for like six months, but I've been busy. But I, I'm going to work on that. But a good mattress will honestly change your entire day. You're like, damn, okay. like, fuck. Like, yeah. So, you know, and not just a good mattress, because I know somebody's like, well, mattress is $1,000. You can get a mattress topper for your existing bed. That's just as good. But just like you can get a good mattress, you have to have good sheets. Like, sheets matter. Like, you know, just either way, people know, people know. Let me tell you something. Today, I took off my jersey um, sheets Mm -hmm. because of the um, wasted time. And um, I put on my my silk and cotton blend Valeron sheets that cost me like... It cost. It didn't cost me the full price, but the full price was actually like two sixty four mm-hmm. for the fitted sheet, top sheet, and the um, pillowcases. And I went in my closet and I got a new quilt, um, like a thin quilt to put on the bed. But most importantly, people, even if you have a great mattress or you have an okay mattress, the way you can take that shit up a notch 
is just saving at least $80. Take your ass to Bed Bath & Beyond. Use their 20% off coupon that they give to every fucking body and buy you a pillow topper, a feather pillow topper. I promise you, this shit feels like sleeping on two fat, juicy, healthy, homegrown church breasts. Mm-hmm. When I woke up this morning, even though it wasn't a success, a success, my body felt love this morning when I woke up in my bed. And I'm telling <laughs> y'all, a pillow topper will change your life, especially right, if you have someone else that you sleep with. Luckily, I don't have to sleep with anybody. But if you have someone else that you sleep with and y'all go to bed having a miserable day, I promise you go wake up feeling much better. Facts. Um, this one, somebody actually just messaged. Um, using a night guard. Um, they said oh, that shit. they grind their teeth. So that is a, a big thing. I personally, I don't grind my teeth in my sleep. But I know my wife my uses a, does. a night guard. Mm-hmm. Um, that that's a good way of improving your quality of life because uh, dental bills are not fucking cheap <laughs> at all. So I can only yeah. imagine if you grind your teeth, like what that happens. So that, that's a huge thing. Um, what else do I have? Um, I was going to mention like fixing your relationship with food, but I mean, that's an obvious, like, you know, eat healthier, but eat healthier according to you. Like everybody's mm-hmm. version of healthy is different. And somebody's like, Oh, don't drink, you know, don't have dairy. Don't I'm like, Oh, like what is that motherfucker like cheese though? Like, it's it's okay like to have things but you know some people just you know are attempting to be healthy by eliminating everything all at once and sometimes your body is going to reject that shit and people don't take that into account i had a friend who we did all the shit together we did the weight watcher shit that failed we did keto and i was like bro i'm tired of eating fucking bacon like i'm eating all this fucking fatty food and then it's like it just didn't feel good i was like i'm just gonna go exercise i'm gonna exercise and i'm gonna eat what i can eat and reject the stuff that I shouldn't eat, like the, the junk, the sugar, the candy, the sodas and shit like that. Doing that has helped. What didn't help was trying to tell my body that has been used to shit like cheese, like eggs. Like, you know what? Nah, all that shit, you can't have it because we don't want you to do it because it's keto or, you know, it's because of this diet or something like that. But fixing your relationship with food is one thing. Learn portion control. That's a way of improving your quality of life. Um Eliminating family members that act like friends. Whew, let's get here. All right, here we go. Um, eliminating family members that act like friends. Um, we all have them. Um, it could just be one person. It could be a group. It could be the entire side. Um, eliminating the family members who you don't see unless they need things. That's, mm, a that's, not, yes. a, that's not a family member. Eliminate them. Um, when I say eliminating them, it starts with social media. Half the people that are a part of your family that you already don't fuck with, they have too much access to you. And access is your fucking phone. Remove their ass from Facebook. And when they ask you, say, I'm trying to eliminate the people that I don't really talk to like that. And you have to be honest with them. Um, <laughs> I, have, I have cousins who they like didn't show up to the wedding. I have like family members who... You know, they only talk at like a cookout whenever there's something that's going on that they they want to go to. Oh, there's going to be free food there. I'm there. Or, you know what? My kid had a birthday. Like, you're invited. I'm like, oh, so when you know you're going to get something out of it, then you want to do shit. So what I started doing was muting them. And I thought that was mm. enough. And it wasn't. 
And, you know, this is an, it's not a knock to those family members because they know exactly who they are. But for me, to be like for my own peace of mind, I started to just like one by one, like eliminating like those family members because we're still family off this app mm-hmm. by blood. You don't need to have the access to me that I don't want to give you. Like, yeah. you don't call me and be like, hey, Greg, how you doing? Like, you, you'll like a picture with the baby and stuff like that, which is cool. Mm-hmm. But you're only, fam- you're only family because you need something. It's like, hey, cuz, like, you know, and this is no disrespect. Like, I have a family member that's locked up. And I've been, you know, reaching out to them. They've been reaching out to me. But it just seems like the only time they really, really hit me up constantly is mm-hmm. when they need money. And it's like, yo, I, I understand that because you, you do need that in there. But my issue was, it's like, yo, like I, I want a better connection other than like, you know, just giving money. And before mm-hmm. he was a little bit, he was a little bit better at it. Like he would have a conversation and a dialogue, but it went from having conversation and dialogue and asking how things out here, how's the family and stuff like that to being like, yo, can I get a couple of dollars? Can you look out for me for a couple of dollars? I'm like, oh, okay. So now that you know that like we, we actually built that before that one time, now every time after that, it's just money. So for me, my way of doing that is honestly, Leaving motherfuckers on red, or secondly, mm. just eliminating people completely. Um, and the part two of this is eliminating friends or people that you think are your friends. This is a problem I have. <laughs> um, the problem I have is I have a lot of people that I converse with. I have a lot of people that I'm in, you know, a social circle with, and it's not that I don't fuck with them, and it's not like they don't fuck with me back. It's like there's too much of you, and I don't really need that shit. Um, I, I learned that with a, a lot of different like spectrums when it comes to my friends. I'm like, yo, like y'all cool, and I really fuck with y'all, but I just also have to know that I have to pull back a little bit because I'm starting to realize that I'm taking on your traits. I'm starting mm. to do things y'all do and say things y'all say and act how y'all, act, you know how how you act, and I'm not y'all. So the best thing I could do is like, you know. For me, I've like muted conversations. I like I don't respond to shit. Um, and recently, what I've started to do is engage less with my old community, and you know, engage in the community that is I won't say like minded, but people who are just new. I kept doing this thing where it's like, okay, this is my little bubble or octagon of friends, and each little corner of that octagon had a certain bubble. Like you know, I have like you know the podcast friends, and then I have like the clubhouse friends, the Twitter friends and shit like that. But it was just that little small group of people. I was like, this is a grand scope of people that I can get to know and I can be around. And once mm-hmm. I started like, you know, pulling, you know, you know, when you like walk into a spider web and you feel like it's still on you, even when you're like, <laughs> you're waiting. Yes, I hate that. <laughs> yeah. So that, that's what it started to feel like. It felt like, you know, I'm, I keep walking to the spider web and I, I just can't get it off me. And, and what that was, that spider web was that like that personality. I got. I'm sorry, that was my mom. She she decided to call. Uh, but basically, like what I had to do was go and kind of like wipe the spider web off and just walk into something else. And it's worked out in my benefit because I've learned so much from people who want to teach. And with my friend circle, it's like people didn't want to teach anymore because we all kind of knew each other. So it's like we don't want to like soak in each other's game but also give information it just all felt like okay you know what you know that person know what they know you know what you know they know what they know and they're gonna keep that to themselves but you know what as long as you're a part of this bubble it works and it's like 
what if I want to like, you know, take earth, fire, wind, water, and heart, and then just go and be fucking Captain Planet. Sometimes I want to be fucking Captain Planet. So that's where I started to do. So that's just my thing. Woo. Yeah. Um, I'm really big on not talking and not speaking with and not entertaining people who don't speak for months, haven't seen in years. But when it's close to Friday, they hit your cash app and request $160. And you looking at it, and they looking mm-hmm. at it, and you looking at it, and you just like, I ain't sending this shit. You didn't even yep. say hello. You didn't even say good morning. You just felt like you need to wake up and and cash at me a request mm-hmm. for uh, $160 just because we related? <laughs> yeah, absolutely not. Yeah, you ne- you're never too you're never too old to gain some new manners. Never. Yeah. And, and but that's the thing though, a lot of people, including myself, we get complacent. It's like once you think you found your tribe, that's the only tribe you can have. And that's always been a problem with me. I like I, I gain new friends and I'm happy with them and we cool, we fuck with each other. And I get to the point where it's like, okay, we cool, I'm gonna just stay here for a while. And what happens is I'll go stay in that bubble and everybody else start to go and like disband. Everybody start going left and right and up and down. And I'm standing there. So then when they come back with new friends and shit, and they add them to the circle. I'm like, yo, I, I've contributed nothing. <laughs> like I'm just here. And I, I, I hate being stagnant. And that's always been my problem. And you know it to be true, Shan. Like when I go and I'm like, you know what? I give people the benefit of the doubt. I'll go and, you know, I'll stay here and hopefully they meet me halfway. But they're across the street. And I'm like, nigga, like you, it's not even across the street. It's like they're across that eight lane road, that highway. Mm -hmm. And they're like, Greg, if you cross, you know, halfway, I'll meet you halfway. So I've crossed that four lane road. And they're like, hey, you know, my my ankle hurt. Can you come this way now too since you're already halfway there? And I would do it. So now I'm just like, you know what? No, fuck that. I'm going to stay over here. I'll call you. And it's it's worked out. And I, I hate to say it, but like being selfish has been one of the greatest traits that I've acquired in my 30s because mm-hmm. before people would call me and they're like, Great, we're going here. And I'd be like, bet, I'm gonna put my shit on and we're gonna go. The moment I started saying no, the first mm-hmm. couple months it was hard because when I would say no, the first couple times they'd be like, oh well damn, we ain't gonna invite Craig and shit. And I was like, mm-hmm. that's cool. But like now like I have my guy friends, they'd be like, Greg, you know, we're all going to drink, man. You know, uh, the ladies are going out tonight. Let's go out. And I'm like, mm-hmm. we can go out and that's fun. But the issue is like, I just don't want to. And it's okay to sometimes go out and have fun. But at least for me right now, I'm not in a position to go out because I got mm-hmm. a whole bunch of other shit that I'm trying to do. And that includes the podcast, the YouTube shit. And like even our shows, like I have more fun on a Saturday night now talking mm-hmm. to my friend about things that we know for a fact matter to us. Instead of going and saying, you know what, we're going to spend 20 to $30 in an Uber. Then we're going to spend another $60 at the bar. Then we're going to spend another $30 to get home. Then we're going to eat. And like, oh, I'm, I'm spending money that honestly, if you just came to my house, we could have done all that shit and had cheaper. That, 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 that shit. Cheaper and, and have 100% of the alcohol that it's supposed to be. Man, look, it used to blow me. And <laughs> like, you can ask, you can ask all of my friends, like, I would be the friend that would complain as I'm doing the shit. Like we would go out and I'm like, yo, why are we spending all this money? Meanwhile, I'm out with these motherfuckers spending the money. So I was like, you know, I got to stop doing it. 
So one night we went out and I started to notice that like the bartender was playing with the drinks. When I say playing with the drinks, meaning like one drink, you know, we would open a tab and mm-hmm. it would be like $5 for happy hour. Then the next drink would be like $9. I'm like, yo, like the bottle itself is like 26 fucking bucks. Why, why am I spending money and that bottle is not emptying? Like yeah. she's pouring all that goddamn soda. Like the cup already came three fourths away filled with ice. <laughs> and I'm like, this shit is it's not what I want. And then I told them, I was like, when we do go out, I just need to know the rules and the regulations when we go out. I'm not saying that we have to have everything structured because I like a little bit of debauchery and shit like that. Mm-hmm. My issue is when we go out at my age of 34, what I don't do is go chasing bitches. And the reason why I say chasing bitches, you know, chasing bitches is because it, it's not me being disrespectful. I'm talking from a man's mind right here. Yeah. Everybody has that. Everybody has that friend who they want to go out because they want to be seen, but they also don't want to be alone. Yeah. <laughs> so they need you there. And I have those friends who be like, you know what? Like me and my girl got an argument. So we all need to have a fellas night. And that's cool to have fellas night. But what happens is fellas night, that shit starts at like, 10 30 i'm like nigga that's not fellas night it's gonna be morning in an hour and a half can we do this at six yeah can we do it at a reasonable time where humans are out and what would happen is we would go out we would have so much fun and i'm not gonna sit here and lie and act like it wasn't fun my issue was i'm getting home and it's two three o'clock in the morning so when i get home guess who i gotta answer to why the hell are you mm-hmm. all fucking night so now i got now i'm in the same situation you in because you wanted to fuck off and have fun so yes, for me at 34, I'm like, yo, like, let me know where y'all going to be, when y'all be there. But more importantly, instead of me riding with y'all, I'll get my way there. I'll Uber because I'm not trying to drive and drink. So there's that. It's like, I'd rather get to the destination and I'll meet y'all there. But I'm going to show up early. If y'all going to be like, oh, yeah, we getting dressed and stuff like that. Well, look, I was here at 9. Y'all said we're going to be here at 10. I had me two drinks for the happy hour, like a smart human. And when y'all want to turn up and have a $60 tab, that's when I'm about that is absolutely why I'm going to bounce. So if we can add this to the improving your quality of life, know that the shit that you can do outside, you can do it in the house for cheaper. <laughs> that is the, the best way to improve your quality of life. Build yourself a bar if you drink. Invi- invite yourself to learn about edibles. More importantly, like just know a lot of the shit that we go and spend money for outside, you can do. Like I'm not going to say go buy HelloFresh every week because that's like, almost twice the amount of fucking groceries mm-hmm. but instead of saying you know what we're gonna go to ruth chris we're gonna have you know we're gonna go to dinner and stuff like that how about learning how to fucking make a steak like like i'm not i'm not gonna lie if, if i if i was by myself single mm-hmm. without kids maybe i would be one of these stupid people out here spending mm-hmm. my money on food but the reality is yeah. i see the common sense in cooking my own shit. Exactly. And I'd be and, looking at people and, at the office when I did go to the office, like you literally spend 15 to $20 every day on buying lunch. Mm-hmm. Matt, yo, one of my coworkers laughed at me because I brought my <coughs> lunch bag and I'm wow. saying that it's like arcade and shit like that. This is like, Greg, you brought your lunch today? And I was like, yeah. And I was like, <laughs> Well, we going we going we going here today. I was like, "Where you going?" They're like, "Oh, they're going to the little like the kebab place. They're going to kebabs to go get food." And I was mm-hmm. like, "Yo, how much did y'all pay for them kebabs?" He was like, "Oh, it's like sixteen dollars." I was like, "So sixteen dollars for four kebabs?" 
You could have gone to Safeway or any grocery store, picked up the chicken, got the fucking kebabs yourself for five dollars. All you had to do was grill them for three minutes on each side. Put them holes on a stick. Man, what? I'm sitting. I'm like, yo, like, I'm not trying to be like frugal, fanny, or nothing, but I'm also like, the amount of money that's being spent on the dumbest shit. And my, I've been there. Like, th- there's nothing worse. Like, today is payday, right? For me. Mm-hmm. So when I look at payday, usually what happens to me, I don't know why this is the case. And it hasn't happened recently, but it used to. It would be payday and everybody won't go out. It's like, okay, today's the 15th. Everybody won't go, oh, let's go, let's go get drinks. I'm like, yo, we just got paid today. Why the fuck are we going out to get drinks? Or something worse, a bill would come up. Or, like, Apple. Like, you know how when iTunes, all of a sudden, you get an email like, hey, your iTunes purchased for this. I'm like, nigga, what the yeah. fuck? Like, what, yeah. When did that happen? <laughs> like, all, all these bills are coming up that I don't, <laughs> that I don't want to deal with. So, yeah. for me, the best way I started to do stuff, and I forgot this on my list, is honestly leaving my debit card at home and carrying Ooh. a certain amount of money with me. That shit, um, I, I learned it from a white friend, and that shit has never failed me. Um, what he told me to do, he was like, Greg, you got Apple Wallet, right? And I was like, yeah. He was like, what you do is at the beginning of every week, you take out $25, $30 or something like that. See how long that stretches you throughout the week without spending any other money. He was like, if you have to use Apple Wallet, at least you have that. So if you have to like, you know, an emergency home or something like that, you have that. But he was like, no cars. He was like, you would be surprised how much money you spend just pulling your card out of your wallet. So I tested it. So one week, what I did was I used my card and I was just looking at my transactions I would use when I was swipe versus mm-hmm. when I went and I took that 50. I took $50 out and I was like, this shit got to stretch for the entire week. Mm-hmm. Compared to the week that I used my card, bro, I was like, yo, like I only ate out once that week. I went to Chipotle and even then it was like I had a coupon. So it was like, okay, I can get free guacamole. So I'm being really like strategic in what I'm getting. But boy, that day, that week that I had the, um, the little debit card with me, I was like, no, I went to 7-Eleven. I spent $8. What the fuck is that? Eight? What is $8 at 7-Eleven? I was like, yo, I went and got gummy bears. I went and got a soda. Um, I got a bag of chips and shit. And I was like, okay, that's that's weird. Then the next day, I ended up at the kebab place with them. $16. Then, then I called myself being super fancy. I was like, you know what? Instead of me, you know, going, you know, and catching like the train home like I normally do, let me, I'm going to call it Uber. It's nice outside. I'm going to take a walk. Man, feeling himself. Yo, I was feeling myself like shit. And you know, that's usually what happens around payday. Payday, yep. you're like, you know what? You get the illusion that you got money. Man. man, I was like, man, I'm going to Chipotle. Fuck that. I'm going here. I'm going to this place. Next thing you know, like you're like, okay, your bank account looked cool on the 15th. But then the 18th, after that shit clear, you're like, where the fuck? What the fuck happened here? What, like, right. th- this does not happen. So, you know, for me, sometimes you got to play broke, but also sometimes just leave your debit card at home. And carry a certain amount of money. That way you can completely avoid all impending transactions. Um, we got a voicemail. I'm going to play. I just want to say uh, I'm a single guy. No kids in my 30s. And uh, I see the value. It definitely adds to the quality of your life. To cook your own shit. Yeah, Those were your words. Mm-hmm. And I agree 100%. I go out yes. once in a while. But even if it's something simple. Do it yourself. It's usually healthier. And it's usually cheaper. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So th- right. There's nothing better than just like looking at the product of what you cook. And you're like, yo, like it, it makes you want to cook more. And, you know, mm-hmm. for me, the best the best compliment I've gotten on like our apartment, because obviously we got the house shit, was mm-hmm. 
how stocked our fridge was, which to me is the weirdest fucking compliment you can ever it's a stunt, it make. Dog. It's a stunt <laughs> to be able to have your house, have your priorities, have your cars, have your job, and have children, and you're not on um, food stamps, and have a fridge full of food. <laughs> like, now I understand why my mom was like irritated by us constantly eating just because we're bored. Mm-hmm. You know, yes. it, if, if I go in my fridge on a Saturday morning and I got more than five options of what to eat for breakfast, I am doing well. Exactly. <laughs> I'm like what, when I be, when I be looking sometimes I'm like, yo, like, you know, my, my pantry is full and I enjoy that shit. I have, yeah. I have shit in my, in my pantry. I'm like, yo, I know for a fact I don't need this stuff. But the fact that if we would ever like the pandemic, like when I got that little, that $600 check, mm-hmm. most people are like, oh, I'm, I'm going to go and buy this TV. I'm going to go and buy this. I was like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to the motherfucking grocery store and whatever I need to replace, I'm going to replace that shit. I went mm-hmm. and I went to um, Costco. I went and at this point, we, our church was giving out like, like food boxes and they were doing mm-hmm. it every fucking week and they give you a whole bunch of canned goods and stuff like that. So naturally, you know, this was before the baby got here. And just as like, great, like, we don't need all these canned goods. We don't need the fucking canned spinach and the, the peas and carrots and stuff like that. And I was like, just I, I understand you're white and that's fine. But what <laughs> you have to understand is this. The, the shit you don't think you need is always that way until you actually need it. And Thanks. like canned goods last forever. Um, like little things that started to accrue and at $600, it was stuff that. I was buying it. I knew for a fact that we need it. Like you never think when you look at your kitchen and your fridge and stuff like that, like you're going to need shit like salad dressing. And there's nothing worse than you. Like, you know what? I really want a salad, but I don't have. And this shit is expired, dog. Man, listen, yo, that, that shit is the worst or worse. Like say if you cook yourself a meal, right? You don't have Tupperware or you don't have Ziploc bags. That shit. You'd be like, yo, where in the fuck am I going to put this, this, all this, the spaghetti? Where am I going to put the spaghetti at if I made it in the pan, but now it has to go into the fridge and you ain't got Tupperware? That shit matters. So I'll be telling people the things that you could actually just buy for your house just for the quality of life in your home. And I think we can like talk about this for a really quick minute. Um, the shit that you think that you don't need in your house, you need. Um, when one of my friends came over and like they had spilled like some rice or something like that and they had the nerve to like wet a paper towel in order to try to pick up the rice. Like we didn't have hardwood floors. I was like, yo, there's a like dustpan in a broom. No, eh, eh, no, Make yourself just... comfortable, my G. Yo, get that shit. shit. Mind you, you know, I'm like uh like Chris Rock's daddy and everybody hate Chris. Like, oh, that's like seven, you know, 17 cents worth of uh, paper towels, right? So I told him, I was like, yo, we got a dustpan in a broom. And you know what he told me? He was like, Yo, like who who has a dustpan and a broom? I was like, yo, a lot of people you? don't have dustpans and brooms, dog. They have no, just, um, a Swiffer because they don't want to mop for real, and mm-hmm. they have uh, Clorox wipes. Yep. Now, nah, my G, yep. I need a vacuum. I need a exactly. Resolve scrub brush that I can use on my accent rugs, and I need a broom yep. and a real mop. Yo. There's certain things like, you know, for a fact, to improve your quality of life, you have to have like a decorative like bathroom towels, like a a set that motherfuckers better. They know not to use them because they're either monogrammed or something (laughs) like that. 
some people, some people like you don't need that. I'm like, it improves the quality of life because when motherfuckers like you come over, they appreciate it. Motherfuckers like you for real. Yeah, and, and and it's not being disrespectful, but I used to get on my mom because like for not mom. Now my mom, like you know, for her house, she has a formal living room. And mm-hmm. she used to be pissed if we came in the house and, like, the bathroom was, yeah. like, the way that our house is set up, or the house that we had before, like, you walked in and the steps were, like, immediately to go to, like, the, the upper level where the bedrooms are. But then you had, like, the little hallway that you walk around to the right. And then you had the formal dining room to the right that was right beside that little, like, walkway. And you had mm-hmm. to the left the formal living room. But right beside the formal uh, thing, like, behind it was, like, the office space. And there was a bathroom there, like, a half bath. And we used to cut through there. And she used to be like, no, y'all don't cut through here. And I was like, yo, why the fuck can't, it's a room that we can walk through. And she was like, no, you don't walk through this room. And what she used to do is she would vacuum and she used to do the petty shit. Like, this is how you leave the french fries in the carpet to know who walked through Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. So This is that black mama shit, dog. Yeah. And it's like, I know you walked in here because the pattern of your foot made the carpet dark and you're like see this is the shit i'm talking about that that is some black mom shit for your ass so i told her i was like you know like now looking back at that stuff it's like do i want a formal living room absolutely fucking not and the reason for that that's extra furniture that i need but at the same time it's like it makes you appreciate things because when people come over how you present your home is how you present yourself as a person and yes say it again greg i'm tired of this shit yeah because it's like and you know Come on out. Like when we were talking about the friendship, like when homegirl came over and she was like, yo, Greg, like y'all got, y'all got a full fridge. I was like, yo, what the fuck do you have in your fridge? Like yeah. simple condiments, shit, like eggs, condiments and shit. Yeah. And what, I think what really fucked her up was like, you know, all us black folks, we got like that condiment drawer that's on like the left and the right hand side that's at the bottom. And I ain't got all one. the shit that like, no, no, here's the thing. I had one. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I had one is because, you know, we used to podcast here at the house. So every week somebody would bring some food or something like that yeah. and all the extra condiments and shit that they had that they left over or something. I would just throw them in the fridge. That way they weren't going and using up my shit, like the ketchup and stuff like that. Because people don't know how to just like close things or put things back. They would just or sit out clean and their fucking ketchup bottle before they put it back Egg. in the fridge. Nasty ass. Exactly. So for me quality of life is having things that you don't have to go back to the grocery store and get like yeah. a spice a spice wrap is cool and i tell people a spice wrap is cool but that's not the only spices you need to get you need to go and get those spices that you don't know the name of them but they're going to be something that you actually or you don't need. know what they need they go on what does that go yeah. on yo do, do you know how do you know how hard it was for me like the spice racks usually come with uh what is it called like tarragon i think that's what it's called the little round mm-hmm. balls and shit Mm-hmm. Now, mind you, in theory, for a spice rack, tarragon is supposed to be nice. It looks good. It smells good. But the issue is everything that tarragon goes into has to be crushed, a.k.a. pasta, rice, shit like that. And you don't want to mm-hmm. like be eating rice and then you got a big ass rock to just hit your teeth. Yeah. You have to crush that tarragon. And most people use like that little like that mallet to crush it. And you put it in like a Ziploc bag and stuff like that. Again, remember I, I always you, wanted that meat beater. I want to beat my meat in the kitchen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but that's the, this the beating my meat in the kitchen. Jesus Christ! Um, yeah, but yeah, like you know, even like improving that, like that's one of the things that improves your quality of life. Certain little utensils, like the meat beater, that 
Wow, we're sitting here talking about <laughs> your own show. Jeez, uh, or, or like tonight, every time I buy fucking pasta, Greg, I'm just mm-hmm. like, damn, I keep telling myself I want to get one of those tall containers to put the pasta in so I don't have mm-hmm. to put the leftover pasta in the box. It just seems a bit ghetto. You know what I'm saying? Uh, like, my kids love pasta. I need that tall container and I'm going to get it tomorrow. Let, let me let me. I had to Google. I had to Google this because I wanted to be sure I said this shit right. Um, <laughs> now, YouTube is your your best friend when it comes to uh, like learning new shit, right? Yeah. So, I am thirty four years old, and I found out two weeks ago how mm-hmm. to properly strain spaghetti noodles. You put uh, the uh, strainer in the pot. And you flip man, it look, instead of pouring the noodles in there and, and having to sacrifice some in the sink. I, I was like, I think I was like 32 when I learned that. That's okay, Greg. Nigga, I, I sat there and I was like, there's no fucking way. And the, the fucked up part about it is I was following a recipe to the T, right? And I yeah. watched a YouTube clip. And when I watched her do it, like, you ever just, like, watch somebody else do shit? And like, nah, I need you to do that again. So you yeah. have to rewind it, like, four times to make sure. So I watched her do it. And I was like, Am I stupid or did I just not know better? You didn't and know better. Then, not only did I not know better, I went on Amazon because she said I was too late. She said she had already cooked once that week and the dish that she had already had from a previous video was in the dishwasher. When I tell you this, she showed us a pan. It's not a pan. It's um like one of those like those tall things you can cook pasta and stuff in. But mm-hmm. like, it has some it has a little like hole on the other side where you can actually drain the water. And what it yeah. does is it has the lid that you can like snap closed. So mm-hmm. then all you have to do is just drain the water just by putting it over because it's closed and it won't slip out. I said, nigga, I need one. That's so, what he said. He won't slip out. But huh. yeah, yeah. So, but like quality of life shit, like sometimes you'll never know the stuff you need until, <laughs> until like that. But when homegirl told me, like when homeboy, number one, when he told me, that he was going to use a wet paper towel to pick up rice. And I was like, okay, that's stupid. Uh, but then again, he also he said he don't have a broom and a dustpan, which scares the fuck out of me at like certain things. So I'm going to list some like quality of life improvement things that you can have around your home that a lot of people, like they swear they don't need it until they do. And I'm going to give you a circumstance where you actually might need it. Number one on that list, a fucking printer. <laughs> um, the, the reason why I say a printer, it doesn't have to be a two, three hundred dollar printer. You can get you one for like fifty nine, you know, fifty nine dollars. You probably will only print 10 to 15 pages off, you know, off that bitch a year. The cartridges mm-hmm. usually come with the printer. And even if it dies, you can just go and take it back to Office Depot. That is a cheat code right there. Take it back and say, you know what? The ink dried and I need you to replace this because Office Depot and Staples have to replace it because you purchased it from them. Same thing with Amazon. Or you can honestly just use your Googles or your social media, contact the printer company and say, you know what? My printer no longer works because the ink dried and they will send you a whole new printer. Video review coming up of an Epson printer, by the way, on YouTube. We'll talk about that later. Um, Mm. Number two, number two, um, this is a really big thing. That's not really a big thing. Silicone like utensils, like if you're making eggs or something in a pan and stuff like that, Silicone matters. Like, make sure that you have like a silicone spoon or like a we call like the scraper and shit like that. It helps, and they're easy to clean, and they don't hold nearly as many germs like the wooden spoons and stuff like that. Um, Number three on the list, um, 
if you're going to have a robot vacuum, also have a regular standing vacuum. Um, and the reason for that is because, yeah, it improves the quality of life of having a robot vacuum and seeing that shit slide across the floor. But a robot vacuum is not going to pick up every fucking thing. It'll go into the corners and pick up little shit. But then when it gets snagged on some hair or like your carpet and shit like that, you done wasted $400. So you still have to actually use a actual vacuum. Um, what is another quality of life thing when it comes to it? Um, an external battery pack. I know this sounds like the most basic fucking thing, but an external battery pack, just in case the power goes out or something like that, that is something that you need that will improve your quality of life when the power goes out. Um, this one I don't have yet, but I need one, which is a bidet. Um, I have a friend that won't stop fucking talking about this bidet that they bought two months ago. He's like, the fact that he calls, he's like, Greg, I took a shit. And, you know, the bidet wiped my entire ass. I said, yo, I want one so bad. But the fact that you're telling me you just wiped your ass with a bidet, it's actually scaring the shit out of me. And now I don't I want cannot. one. But yeah, yeah, a bidet matters. Um, this one you don't really need, but it actually helps. Um, like a Instapot or like a air fryer. Those like, you know. My friend keeps trying to tell me to get this shit. And I'm just like, Dog, I don't want nothing else on my counter. I'm big on, I just want clear counters and clear counter spaces. I don't want another appliance. All I'm going to say is this. I was there with you. Um, I now have the, I have the Ninja Foodie Grill. I have the Ninja Air Fryer and I have the Instapot. Um, the reason for that is because food, especially with kids, being able to make shit in 15 minutes in one pot makes everything so much better. Um, and with the Instapot, you can do like, you can do rice and it does it accurately because, you know, some people are like, oh, I don't know if it's one and a half cups of water, two cups of water, whatever. Like, they just don't know. It'll tell you. And it automatically will cook it. I'm a, um, I'm a rice expert goon now. I don't need a, I don't mm-hmm. need to shit. Yeah. Um, and the, the last thing that people really need in like their homes just for quality of life Two ply or more toilet paper. <laughs> I went to you niggas' houses, and y'all got the fucking the the CVS the one ply that Listen. it's going to take half the roll to wipe your ass once. That shit is disrespectful. It's against the law, and y'all know better. Um, two ply or more. It don't have to be bounty. <laughs> it don't have to be the one with the bears and shit. Like, just get two ply toilet paper that honestly is quality. It's a four dollar difference at the most. Um, I would just really require people to get like quality things that will improve not only your quality of life, it'll also improve the fact that you don't have to continuously go out and buy that shit. Talking about toilet paper, paper towels, um, good towels. Like, you know, you had mentioned like Bed Bath & Beyond. They sell Mm -hmm. really good towels and they still honor those 35% coupons. So talk to your male person, your male lady, and just say, you know what? Whenever y'all get those Bed Bath & Beyond coupons because you still get them, I need those. Or what you can do is you can go and on Facebook. when and they just, expire, okay. they, t- they take them past the expiration date. Exactly. You know what? I feel like we've improved every, we've improved their quality of life right now. Let, let's go ahead and we can wrap it up. If we want to do a part two, we can, but I think we gave them a lot of good game. All right. Um, another thing that people don't understand when it comes to homes and spaces Yes, you might sweep your floor, you might clean your floor, you might clean your sheets and shit. 
But the most disrespected, neglected part of your house that makes such a big difference when you clean it is your ceiling fans, your vents, mm-hmm. and your baseboards. Get you some orange soap and wipe that shit down. And I promise you, dog, it just makes... When you walk in your house, it just makes you feel like, yeah, I cleaned this shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Do it. Do it and get yep. you some linen spray. Either get you some down, some downy linen spray, some clean cotton linen spray, uh, some lavender linen spray. Spray it on your curtains, your bed after you make it. The clothes in your closet so they don't smell like nothing. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, your linen closet where you get your towels and your sheets and your washcloths. Spray it in there and make your house feel homey so you feel like you're not working in vain. Mm-hmm. Decorate y'all walls too, man. Like, yes, and I'm sir. not talking about the sexual way because I know somebody, pe- you know, somebody gonna be like, decorate the walls. I- I'm getting that tonight. You know, how- you know how niggas do, right? But mm-hmm. uh, basically, a lot of people walls like, be looking like how they look on um on um what's that motherfucking app? Yeah, uh, on on OnlyFans. Uh, yes, yeah, yeah. Walls yeah. is looking like how you be looking on OnlyFans, naked. What's up, not naked? Just yeah, like. You know, Shan does a really good job. Like, I'll look at like some of the like like the photos you post. I'm like, like you do good with decor. Um, yeah. It's your space, and the best way of improving your quality of life is making sure your space fits you. If that means decorating, like, yeah, like if it's cute to you and it's ugly to somebody else, guess what? That's your shit. Like, you need to go and make it you. Like when I look mm-hmm. at like the stuff that Shan has in her background, I'm like, oh yeah, like you you got a fucking shelf on the wall. I was like, yo, like she got a shelf. Like, she got a fucking shelf on the wall. And the, the thing is, like, you even have, like, like affirmations that make you want to do more, that make you feel like, you know, you're going to go about a good day. Stuff mm-hmm. like that. Like, the little basic things that people are like, you know what, like, they take them for granted. That stuff helps. Um, I was looking at a YouTube clip by something called, like, Think Media. And he was talking, 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 talking. But all I could think about was all the shit that he had on his wall that were, like, positive affirmations telling him, like, today's going to be a good day. Um and he had a clock. And the last time I seen a clock on the wall was 12th grade. And like even in college, like they didn't have clocks because at that point they had transitioned from using like the physical, like that clock that had the bell attached and shit like that to just being like, you know what? Like you niggas know what time it is. Like you in this classroom or whatever, but you, you should have a phone or something like that. Mm-hmm. So seeing somebody have a physical clock, I was like, oh, that improves. Your I always, this um, is, okay, let me say this before we get the fuck out of here, Greg. I always wondered at what age am I going to get to to be like I need a matching pot set. Now, is it now? Because I still don't give a fuck about my pots. I just want to be able to cook what I cook. What age is it going to be when I care about? Um, what's the other thing? Scratching the pots. Even though I do oh. have a lot, of, I do have a lot of silicone um, mm-hmm. shit. Um, yeah, my my vibrator is also silicone, but I don't like it as much as I like my pancake flipper. Oh, um, no. oh no! But <laughs> like, what age am I going to start caring about the things that I feel like parents care about when it comes to their kitchen shit and the shit that they cook with? Because I'm not there yet. Um, but I just. I can- I don't know. I can tell you exactly when. Um, 
this is this is when you actually start caring about like your kitchenware when you get a cast iron pan. Now you make I have a cast, cast iron, iron pan. My mom, my mom bought me one, and I don't give a no. fuck about it. Now, here's the thing: How often do you cook in the cast iron pan? Um, probably like once or twice a month. No, because I, I still, cook. I'm, I'm still not, I'm still not on board with the fact that you don't clean it you, like your regular shit, and I don't like yes. that. Yeah, that's the thing. I was just like you until I got a cast iron pan. Once I got the cast iron pan, the rest of my kitchen all made sense. Like all the things that I needed in my house had to revolve around that cast iron pan. That's why I talk about like the silicone um, thing. Now, mind you, like everything can't be in a cast iron pan. I would not like scramble eggs in a cast iron pan. That's what you use the nonsticks for. And the nonsticks are good, but cast iron, you can go and make chicken. You can make steak. You preheat your oven to like, what is it like? I would say like 375 or mm-hmm. maybe like 400, depending on if you want a medium or something like that. After you like you sear your steak, which is like pre-seared, you sear it on both sides for like two or three minutes. Then you already have the oven preset. So it's heating like the grill or whatever. But you put it in the oven after because it's a cast iron pan. You can't do that with nonstick. Nonstick will melt or it actually set on fire. So what yeah. you want to do is you want to get you a cast iron pan that does that. And it's great for honestly learning how to cook better meals. Then you go from having that cast iron pan and using that to be like, you know what? I want to cook more meals and better meals and stuff like that. Once you do that, you get you a good nonstick pan. When I say a good nonstick pan, it's a pan or a pan set that is not on Black Friday sale. When you go to the store, Bed Bath & Beyond and shit like that, and they tell you, oh, yeah, we have like tea flies, like 15 or uh, we're giving we're pan. giving you this free skillet plan with this pot this yeah. shit man w- one of the first like sets of pans i had like was one of the, the t-fly ones i think i'm probably completely taking it the issue that i had with them is they're cute they had like you know the colorful ones you could get a red yeah. one a blue one a green one a gray one those are cute <clears> and all but the issue is they're not dishwasher safe um and some will say they're dishwasher safe they are until you actually start cooking shit. So when you start making like food, food, and you're not just making like pretty food, when you put it in the dishwasher, that shit will fuck up. And it will fuck up your dishwasher because it starts to chip up. What do you call it? The um the non-stick and that little layering of the color starts mm-hmm. to chip off and it's into the dishwasher. So then you end up having a broken dishwasher and you have a pan that you can't use. And when you have those like those cheap non-stick pans, what happens is it heats the food faster than it's supposed to so if you use like olive oil or canola oil or something like that mm-hmm. it'll actually mess up the food that you cook so when you try to figure out why your food tastes like plastic like yo like i made spaghetti why does my shit taste like plastic it's the pan itself and it's starting to cook into your food so you want to get you a good non-stick um i personally i have um the shark because i'm a really big fan of like shark and ninja so mm-hmm. they have a shark ninja set i think it's like it's probably like 119 right now. And they have all, all the good shit with it. It has like the, t- the big pan, the small pan, the little egg pan and shit like that. It's like a five or six set. And mm-hmm. that's the premiere. That's when you know you have a good set of pans when it doesn't have like the little bullshit ones where it's like a 15 set of pots. Why the fuck do you need 15 pots? You don't. That's true. Like, yeah. and it, it takes up space. 
Um, also this year, which is a really good way of quality of life that I found out when I went to a housewarming, well, not a housewarming, what do you call it? The open house. Um, mm-hmm. if, if your landlord or something like that will allow you to hang your pots upside down, you can go and get like hooks that like either are magnetic, they stick or something like that. You can put them on your ceiling in your kitchen and you can hang the pots from there. That's one extra space of cabinet that you don't have to worry about putting those pots in. And you don't have to worry about trying to put them all together. That and their lids. Um, there also is a company, can't remember the name, but they have those collapsible like glass lids. So they all fit in one thing. So you don't have to worry about putting those away. So that's another improvement and you know, quality um, of life type of thing. Another so. thing with what you're saying, the glassware that has the snap-on tops, those are really mm-hmm. good and they last really long. Just don't put the tops yeah. in the in the dishwasher because no matter yeah. what type of top or snap on top, it will warp over time, especially if you wash your things on hot. Um, mm-hmm. When you when you warm up shit in the microwave, just take the top off. It's gonna last longer if you take the top off. I yeah. despise people who have a nasty fucking microwave. Despise. There's no need for it. Get you a fucking $3 cover. Cover your food when you put it in that hole. And every time you clean your dishes at the end of the day, you need to be wiping out that microwave, okay? Um, People who have nasty fridges, once a month or twice a month, depending on how many badass kids you got, take Mm -hmm. everything out that refrigerator, put it on the table, and wipe down that fridge from top to bottom, okay? Nobody wants to get food out your fridge while looking at sticky juice and crumbs at the bottom of your fridge with hair in it. Man, and that's not even just a quality of life. That is just etiquette. I'm not trying to go to your house and be searching for shit. Um, Oh, oh, can can, can I mention this really quick? Because this is really a really big pet peeve of mine. People, if you use your dishwasher and you have people come over, empty that shit before we get there. That's oh my fucking god! That it kills me. Like the only thing worse than that is when people don't know how to load a dishwasher and they try to put like you know the the small plates at the bottom rack. I'm like, yo, you could save room for actual shit that needs to go there. Like put that at the top rack, but then you don't mix the spoons and like we call it not spoons, but like the the wooden spoons and all that shit. You don't mix that with the plates and stuff. Like everything should have a section in the dishwasher because when you section things off. There's more space to actual, you know, to actually use. So that's another quality of life improvement for me. That people I'm who leaving. don't know how to load a dishwasher piss me off, especially the ones that leave Man. the bowls face up. Man, listen to me. I, I've so I, I, I had we had a party, right? So we had a fight party, and you know, some people are trying to be good get home, like house guests and stuff like that. So the guys like, yo, like you know, I hope load the dishwasher, blah 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 blah. And I'm watching him load the dishwasher. And the worst thing that you can do around me in the kitchen is one, stand around me in the kitchen as I'm cooking. Because and I help. have this chronic, yo, but not only just that, like I have a chronic fear of like me having a knife and I'm co- like, I'm cooking or something like that. And then you walk behind me and I turn around and I accidentally like stab you. And the yeah. reason, the reason for that, is I just have that phobia. But my other phobia is like, being in the kitchen with somebody and they're cleaning and it's not up to my cleanliness. That's oh my god, like it, it fucking <laughs> kills me. I'm like, yo, like you're you're in the dishwasher, like you're in the kitchen with me. You're loading the dishwasher and you know, like 
by the law of like like what, what is that um i want to say like newton's law but it's not that but either way when you're loading a dishwasher you know for a fact that water is going to at some point consume that dishwasher in order to clean the dishes right so mm-hmm. usually like you said shan you put a bowl upside down and the reason for that is because the last thing you want is a circulating dishwasher to go and put nothing but fucking dirty ass water that is just cleaned everything else with into that bowl that you put upside down. Yes. So now you got to go and clean a whole nother dish. Yes. So quality of life, learn to load a dishwasher. Also learn, like you said, how to clean your fridge. Um, also, when I was going to mention this about the microwave and the cleaning the microwave, a, a little tip for people is to put like a, a cup of like regular ass water in there for like two or three minutes uncovered and what will happen is that water will splash around the microwave and once it does that after it's done after the two or three minutes you go and you take a rag not a paper towel because i hate when motherfuckers try to clean shit with paper towels like use a actual rag that like i'm oh it burns my ass up use like a rag that you can throw in the dishwasher or you can throw in the the what do you call it the washing machine after wipe the microwave down and when you wipe the inside of the microwave also wipe the outside of the microwave wipe the door of the microwave more importantly the inside of that door that shit gets splattered too clean that so again quality of life improvements <sighs> yeah yo we this is the one show we we did not consume a lot of sex today we, we, we did, did not but you know i you know i had my windows of opportunity and you know, I you know you know me, Greg. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, I hope somebody learned something from this episode today. Thank y'all for listening. Thank the couple that uh came through and dropped some things. Mm-hmm. Um, we appreciate it, and we just want y'all to be better. We just want y'all to think about some other shit other than other people's business that will improve your right. lifestyle. That is all. Absolutely. So, ladies and gentlemen, you've been listening to Loud Mouth Stereo. Thank you all for listening. Come back on Saturday where Shan is going to drop heat. I ain't going to tease y'all about it, but it's definitely going to be fire. Um, again, I want to give a special shout out to Gigi. She sat here from the first two minutes of the show, and she's been in here for two hours. So, shout out to her for sure. Let me, let, um, oh, pardon me, but let me tell you about this motherfucking Gigi. Uh-oh. Gigi. Oh, boy hit me in the most polite way and she said hey shan is it okay if i call you um to talk about like podcasting things i have a few questions i say yes sis here mm-hmm. and i was like 9 30 is good we talked from 9 30 p.m mm-hmm. till 12 30 something the next day mm-hmm. and it was See? the best discussion and i have no clue of what Gigi is cooking up. But whatever she's cooking up and simmering and brown stewing, listen, I am all mm-hmm. ears when she drops that shit. So I appreciate exactly. it. She's going to be great. I keep telling her, don't overthink it. You'll, you'll find mm-hmm. your people. Yep. Yeah. Find your tribe. And more importantly, like, you know, my rule of thumb, because we have both been there before, just honestly, be consistent. Yeah. Be consistent. The moment you you fall off, you're like a lot of the people from Stereo who they, they started on here and they done magically fucking disappeared. So yeah, just stay consistent and honestly stay true to your brand. Like you know, people revamp and stuff like that, which is cool. But if you know you got that vision, keep it. 
because uh, it'll honestly make your content and your show even better knowing that you have that drive and that vision. So, Yes, sir. This has yeah. been My Mouth Stereo. Thank you guys for listening. It will be up, provided to you on your podcast platform at Live Mouth Pod. Cast. Okay, look for it, download it, subscribe to it. We appreciate you. Again, there's a promo going on for Lamont Serial Shop. The promo code for 15% off is just B C U Z. Um, all caps and get you 15% off, get you some fall merch. It's on there available to you. We appreciate it. It helps us support the show, come up with some new things to give y'all. Uh, we are coming up on our anniversary show, which will be October 23rd, which is a Saturday. We will bring our favorite people back to come through to talk, catch up. Um, just come through, keep that show in pen scheduled. We will check you guys Saturday. I will come give you what the rock, as in Shan Rock is cooking. And y'all gonna be good. <laughs> oh my god, that was good. That was good. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, we'll see y'all later. Peace. Bye! Hey, do you have the Wi-Fi password? Common words everyone has said in an airport, coffee shop, or any public place with free internet. Don't fall victim to internet hackers while using free internet thanks to NordVPN. NordVPN is one of those services you tell yourself you don't need until it's too late. We've used the NordVPN to browse the web, check bank accounts, and even stream apps like Netflix. It's the only VPN service that lets you bypass ISPs, perfect for when your job has sites you frequent like Facebook is blocked. It's the best VPN service you can get for both price and performance. Install NordVPN on up to six devices, including your smartphone, tablet, and desktop, and experience the service for yourself. Start protecting yourself and your content with NordVPN by heading over to nordvpn.com forward slash YBAB at checkout and save 75% on your subscription. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. At Highland, we're all about celebrating little wins and little ways to innovate digital processes. There's no customer pain point too small for us to help with. Maybe that's why more than half of the Fortune 100 looks to Highland to connect their content and data, improve processes, and turn little efficiencies into big wins for their customers and clients. Highland, intelligent content solutions for innovators everywhere at highland.com.